Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. On January 10th, 1870, John D. Rockefeller went into business with his brother and some partners, founding Standard Oil, a company that would ultimately combine pretty much all of the competition into one conglomerate and revolutionize the oil industry. Rockefeller did this in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, one of the other men that built America, Andrew Carnegie, pretty much did the same thing in Pittsburgh with the steel industry. What do these two have in common with this week's episode? Well, it all revolves around combining all of your assets into one place to get some better vision. Welcome to Fantasy Football Origin Stories, where each episode is a journey back in time to explore the unique experiences of some of the coolest and most influential people in the fantasy football industry. I'm your host, Arnie Chapman, also known as The Football History Dude. Now, I love fantasy football, and I want you to come along with me to explore the yesteryear of the armchair gridiron. So hop on board my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. This time to stop with DeLorean, the date is September 18th, 2023 at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We're just outside Three River Stadium, or... Heinz Field or whatever whatever they're calling it nowadays before the Monday night game between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, that's a tie-in to Carnegie and Rockefeller and and that's the Monday night game when this episode releases. I mean, come on, man. You know I had something to tie it all in, right? But speaking of tying it in, how does it tie into this week's episode? Well, get this. We just finished off a few brewskis and some brats or burgers or whatever else it is that you like to have at a tailgate, and we're about to head into the stadium. But we want to place a nice little wager on the game to have some extra skin in the game. But what app gives us the best odds, you ask? Who knows? I guess I should probably go through and figure it out, right? Oh yeah, plus I have to check out my five different fantasy teams all on different apps too. I mean, man, this seems like a chore in itself. Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to go and take care of this business before I go into the stadium and enjoy my night? Eureka! We have a solution. Or maybe to keep in the theme with the DeLorean, I should say, Great Scott! Is that Doc coming back from the future? It sure is, and he's here to tell us about an app called Better Vision. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Vision. An app that allows us to tie all of the books and our fantasy teams in one location for free, I might add, to quickly see where we can get the best odds. Wait a tick, that's not the future because we can do that today. We can do it right now. I mean, the future is here, right? 
Get ready for the betting revolution, baby. And become the next Rockefeller or Carnegie yourself, dominating the competition with the power of better vision in your pocket. I mean, this is not an ad for better vision, but we have this week's guest on, co-founder of Better Vision and a dude I met at the Fantasy Football Expo here in early August, Brett Lanier. Now, he showed me around the app, you know, with the whole convention thing, and I was hooked. I thought this was a cool concept. It's a free app that connects all of your accounts into one place. So you don't got to keep going in and out of all these different things and trying to figure everything out. But we'll get into that more in the interview here in a minute with Brett Lanier to talk about his fantasy football origin story and the creation of Better Vision. But before I do, I got to go ahead and give a quick little update on our listener league. After week one, yours truly is tied for second place with a little over 46 points. And Gold Blood is all the way up there at first, uh, almost 71 points. I got to figure out my week two roster, though. We got to play the Seahawks this week, the Lions do. Uh, thinking I'll probably keep Sun God in there. I mean, come on. It's going to be the number one scorer, right? Last week, I didn't have Jameer Gibbs. I had David Montgomery, so maybe I'll just switch those guys out. So I'll probably go somewhere that way, because remember, you can't have the same roster two weeks in a row, and you got to rotate at least two players. I mean, ultimately, you pick three players from your team each week. Yes, I am the Detroit Lions. And then you get to root for your hometown team, no matter what. I mean, sure, you could pick another team that's not your NFL team of choice, but what's the fun in that? We're putting the fan back in fantasy football, baby. And that's the beauty of Tailgate Fantasy, the platform that we're using for our listener league. If you want to join, you're welcome to do so for free, even though it is in the middle of the season. Well, I mean, we're past week one, it is. Uh, To join the listener league, all you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash tailgate, and you can learn more. Again, Tailgate Fantasy is free to play, and it's the app that we're using for our listener league. So join today, even though it's week two. Because uh, possibly down the future, that's a little teaser bomb for you, we're going to have some weekly winners for some things. So join now, head to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash tailgate to learn more. And with that, let's get into this week's interview with Brett Lanier of Better Vision. Last year, because... Oh, so cool. We we originally thought, or not, my my co-founder kind of vetoed it, but... Um, I thought about as part of our promotional thing, um, we could buy a DeLorean. Um, and I found a couple that were for sale for around fifty-five to $60,000 or so, um, uh, a couple places in the country and then get it wrapped in like a better vision, uh, promotional thing. And then that'd be our promotional vehicle. We'd go to football tailgates and I'm like, who doesn't want to see a DeLorean, right? Like, so people, instead of us walking around to talk to all the fans there, we, they would just come to us and everybody would want to take a picture. I was like, cause what our main thing is, <clears throat> it's a convenience place. So we save people time. I'm like, save time. You know, we're, the people we're targeting are these 35 to 45 year old guys that grew up in the eighties. They probably love back to the future, you know, like, so I thought it was a great idea. I, I even found a personalized license plate in Maryland that says save time. And he said no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been awesome. Uh, side note, like not to even that I thought about this, but on the way back home today, we saw this. Uh, oh, geez. What was it? I guess it was like a, a, a truck, but a moving, basically a moving billboard. It had like three wraps around it but it was like digital screen and they just had it parked right there it was really cool like something you could like just have someone go to like a festival for you Absolutely. or something like that yeah i love it um 
Yeah, and then obviously the Back to the Future Two is all about the you know the sports almanac and stuff. So thought it was great. That's where I thought you were actually. Re- I thought originally you were going to say that you're basically taking. Oh, here we got Gray's <laughs> Almanac and we're tying it all together into one app and everything. Exactly. For you. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Well, maybe, maybe down the road, you know, you might get to that still, and you know, you have different opportunities and and that kind of thing. So at least you're yeah. familiar. I mean, of course, yes. you know. Back to, I got some more stuff way back there. You can't see it. The Back to the Future stuff up there and everything. Just any time. It was a movie that was just really kind of shaped my childhood, I guess you could say, as far as my love for that style. Many people. You were definitely not alone. alone. Yeah. (laughs) And it crossed generations. It ended up being my my oldest son, my my stepson. Um, He's 17 now, but when he was about seven or eight, a year or two into our relationship, we watched Back to the Future, and it became his favorite movie. And we watched it probably like a hundred times together over the next like three years. And so, definitely a special place, special movie for me. Oh yeah, I mean it's just one of those things where, again, it, I have my put the thing on my podcast cover art, and I'm known as the guy who rides a DeLorean and the thing. So it's like I'm always going to have it in there. And um, okay, so we got that's me. We're talking about me. I got to get into this thing. Yeah, I got first time we brought. You're the guest. We brought you on the show. Let's talk about your first. We got to tie it down. I mean, people might hear a little bit of the accent in there, but like, what about your NFL loyalties? Do you actually have a team that you follow? I do. Uh, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. Um, I grew up here in the Baltimore area. I've got, I actually have season tickets to the Ravens. Um, the, when I, my wife and I started dating, our first, one of our fir- first dates was at a Ravens game. And, uh, whoa. We ended up getting married on the field at Raven Stadium. When when we kind of started talking about the future, she was like, look, instead of an engagement ring, I want engagement PSLs. And I was like, she's the one. You know, like... <laughs> That is so cool. You know, we contemplated it too at Ford's Field and everything, but never ended up pulling the trigger. So, like, what is the even the process for something like that? Like, it was not during the season, right? I mean, or was it? So it was after the. It was right after the season. So 2011 season when they lost in the in AFC Championship um, on the you know Billy Cundiff missed field goal at the last second. First Lee Evans dropping the touchdown, and then uh, Lee Cund- uh, Billy Cundiff missing the the field goal that would have tied it since overtime. Um, she was really upset, didn't want to even watch the Super Bowl. I ended up proposing uh, that next weekend, the Super Bowl weekend. And then um, a little while later, that spring, uh, my buddy knew somebody and pulled some strings. And uh, just us and our families on the field. And then uh, a year later on our one-year anniversary, we got married in church. Big, big ceremony. Oh, man. It's so cool. I mean, so uh, peeling back the curtain, if you listen to my other show, you'll find out that my non-Detroit Lions team is the Baltimore Ravens, and Ray Lewis is my favorite non-Detroit Lions player of all time. And because he grew like when I was in high school, the 2000-ish to 2003s when I was playing football, linebacker, my oh stuff. So like you know, right there, like he was my guy. I actually got to shake his hand at his Hall of Fame induction ceremony weekend. Oh, that's um, Side story, uh, because of the po- the podcast right there, I had like press passes. I ha- I don't have it in front of me. I'd have to find it, but we have the placard, the little white, like it's just a piece of paper. It's not, it doesn't have any value whatsoever, but the paper that was sitting on his chair at the press conference, um, after the press conference left, my dad comes up to us and he showed, cause my brother, that's his other favorite player, my, his favorite player too. And he like opens up and just look what I got. So my brother and I both got each one half of it's Ray Lewis's Hall of Fame ceremony 
press pass induction. Yeah, the reserve seat. So we got the placard. Doesn't like would anybody know what it means? No, but it's just cool to have. They're gonna throw it away. And yeah, exactly. That's awesome. That dude's got a mean handshake. I'll tell you that much for sure. I'm sure he was just not even trying that hard, even. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's probably up there. I've heard Adrian Peterson has the like worst handshake ever. Uh, Ray Ray's got to be up there. So this upcoming year, I mean, okay, now we're tied into fantasy football, right? Because it's fantasy football origin stories. But, I mean, you get in this Todd Monken vibe. Are you excited or is this like locally it's not a big deal? I know. Super excited. Um, I mean, the Orioles are good for the first time in in 40 years. Uh, it's not that long, but like 20. Um, and so it's there's a lot of excitement here in Baltimore, both between them and then, you know, you know Lamar signed his contract. We got OBJ. Uh, Rashad Bateman's coming back healthy. They drafted Zay Flowers. Like he he, I'm very high on Lamar this year. Super like there in Superflex drafts. If I had the 101, I'd be taking him over you know Jalen, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, any of those guys. Um, in in every other draft, I, I reach for him to make sure I get him. Um, I think there's a good possibility uh, that he has an MVP level year this year. Um, probably not running quite as much as 2019, but at the same time, finally with all those weapons, um, plus Mark Andrews in there, like it's going to spread the field a lot. And in Todd, Todd Munkin's system, like there's going to be a lot of holes for Lamar to, to run through. So it's going to be a exciting year. So we're very, very excited. And I think I thought we had a top five defense. We've lost a lot of corners. So I'm a little, little bit more worried there now, but uh, I st- still think it'll be a good year. Yeah, and again, being that it's my non-NFC, I guess you say it's my non-Lions favorite team, so I've always had a heart for them and rooted in everything, so it's easy to hopefully they have a comeback, and you know, Lions, is, this is my year now, hopefully, oh, yeah. too, and we'll, we'll see. Oh, I don't have it in front of me. I Oh, here we go. So... That's the other thing. My Barry Sanders coaster's oh. always at heart. I mean, never. Actually, I might have had. No, I didn't have my Barry Sanders jersey on the day I met you. The night before, the Saturday, I had my jersey on the whole yeah. time. So he's my favorite <laughs> running back of all time, and one of my probably top three or four favorite players. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I mean, it's, I mean, if I wanted to go like back and all, because that's the thing is I learned a lot from that history show of like what a lot of the old timers that really, really did for the league. But from my generation, my league or my remembrance growing up, I'll say obviously Barry's number one, hands down. But Ray Lewis again was one of my favorite players. My non, it was him, Ray Lewis. And then uh, Peyton Manning was another one that was always on my radar. So I loved watching the whole Peyton Manning and Ray Lewis kind of like when they would go against each other mentally more so even than physically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that's what I love the most about Ray and Ed Reed as, as well was like the mental back and forth they'd have with the quarterbacks, right? Like they go to the line, they show something, the quarterback audibles. So Ray audibles the defense into something else. And then the guy's like, wait, wait what? And he tries to audible again. And Ray audibles again. Like they were steps ahead. I loved it. It was fun. Yeah. And plus he hit that trifecta too. Not only was he dominant physically he had that mental capacity but then also on top of it he was an emotional leader that like how could you not i get 
like I'm actually getting goosebumps thinking about his speeches. You probably too. Yep. Yeah. Just thinking about him just saying anything, whatever he talks about. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, I, I have no idea what you're saying. What you're saying is absolute nonsense right now, but I'm fired up and I'm ready to go run through a wall. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's to me, it's like similar to how I feel now with Dan Campbell. It's like they have that same, it doesn't matter what he says. I just, I'm a Kool-Aid man right through the wall. Like you just said. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yep. But speaking, okay, so enough of me drinking Kool-Aid again, the Lions, we'll get back to you. The fantasy football, you alluded to it earlier with the whole, like, hey, I'm willing to take uh, Lamar number one in Superflex, but what about going back in time, that DeLorean perspective, mm-hmm. to like, hey, this is the first time i ever been introduced to fantasy football. Like, what's your first memory of it? Oh, man. I'm, I wish I would have looked it up so I knew the exact year. Um, I think it was 2003. I was in, so I recently moved to Germany. Um, and I Whoa. was playing, I, I was in the armies and, mm. and, uh, moved to Germany and I was playing with my buddies from high school, right? A bunch of guys from, from back, uh, uh, middle school, high school friends. And, um, we're, I think we were on CBS. It was just on the web. It was, you know, compared to nowadays, it was terrible, right? Like it is advanced so much, but, uh. It kept us connected, and and uh, I think we chatted on like AIM, you know, the the instant messenger thing. Um, uh, and and it was it was awesome. Um, I can't remember who my favorite player was that year. Might have might have been Curtis Martin. I had somebody that was super good, um, and I think it was Curtis Martin, but not one hundred percent sure. Okay, so talk about. I mean, we we talk about like how fantasy football can bring people together as friends or families, but like across the seas, I mean, you're talking what six or seven time zones right there. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, most of my buddies were still in Eastern time zone. I think we had one guy in Central, so we were yeah. So from Central to Germany, I think we were seven time zones apart, um, and it was it was the best. And that kind of formative experience over those next few years while I was there and, and when I was in Iraq and uh, which I, I pretty much uh, abandoned my team because I didn't really have internet access most of that year. But, <laughs> um, uh, you know, but when I could log in and see how things were going, it was, it was great. Um, it really kept me connected to those guys. Uh, you know, I wasn't calling them on the phone or anything like that. So it, it was really cool. And then when I moved back to the States, um, and, and left some of those guys in Germany. I formed a league with those guys um, and then got in another league with my friends from back home. And then my next army stop, I made another league with those guys. And then grad school, made another league. Like it became this thing of now, from now on, wherever I am with a group of people, if we're good friends, we form a fantasy league. And all of a sudden now I'm in 22 fantasy leagues, I think. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. That's going to kind of tie us into a little bit later, the teaser bomb for what, what the reason why you're here. Um, before we do that, though, let's get into the. Well, you get you get two options. Either I give you the DeLorean, take keys back, and you can get a mulligan on one of your picks, or you can bring back your favorite pick of all time that you had, and you can be on your team this year. Uh, um, I I'll probably go uh bring a pick back. Um, and it was uh, twenty nineteen. I was high on Lamar that year and I took him and um, I, I won every single league I was in. I like, I think I was in four leagues that year and I swept them. 
at first he won the championship everywhere because he was just like a cheat code, right? I mean, he was um, just scoring so many more points than everybody else. So, and I had a couple other big good picks that year too, but he he really drove that across all my leagues. So, I since since I think he's going to do it again this year, I'd love to have him in every league again. Um, gotten sniped a couple times, but uh, have him in, have a lot of exposure to him this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only have him in one. I think if I I gotta go back, but yeah, I've had him locked and loaded in the queue, you know. But I just wasn't able to get him at this. I have Andrews maybe three times now, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I've been getting. I, I somehow in my other league, I got him in the on the turn, the three four turn on the way back. I'm like, oh, how did wow. this happen? Yeah, I was like yeah. going to take him. Like, I'll t- I'm willing to take him in the second round sometimes, you know, and everything. Yeah, I but, usually uh, see him go late second, maybe early third, but never into the fourth. Wow, that's awesome. Well, <laughs> that was a league where I'm like, okay, you know what? This time I do have exposure to Andrews. I'll take Darren Waller this time just because I don't really have him. And then all of a sudden, Andrews is there. I'm like, how can I not take him on the fourth? I got to take him. So I, I I was like looking at my team like, how did this happen kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, so you alluded to it. I mean, I got all these drafts. I got like you said, you have twenty leagues or whatever it is, and um, maybe that helps us tie in like this the reason why you're on here. Let's talk about the napkin moment of better vision, and then we can tie it into like a history of up to being on the fantasy football origin stories. Yeah. Um. So I came up with the idea for better vision. Uh, in it probably struck me. I think in the fall of 2020, I was um, living in Chicago at the time, um, and sports betting had been legalized there. And at this point, I was in—I can't remember how many leagues at that point. I think four or five. I had three different fantasy apps. I had DraftKings and FanDuel, Daily Fantasy. And sports betting got legalized. So I, it was, you know, deposit $100, get $500 in free bets. So I signed up for all of them. Uh, and, and in Chicago that, or in Illinois, that was five. So I had 10 apps that I was going through on Saturdays and Sundays trying to like just track everything. Um, and, uh, early in that football season, I, I hit a $10. Uh, parlay that was a 10 team parlay and I won $10,000. Um, and so I, I pulled out half of that and then left the rest in as house money. And all of a sudden, instead of betting, you know, a hundred dollars a day, um, in, in 10 and $20 bets, you know, five to 10, 10 or $20 bets on Saturdays. And again, on Sunday, I was now doing a thousand dollars, uh, each of those days, but it was still 10 or $20 bets. And so now I had, you know, 50 or 60 bets out there and I'm clicking on like every single promo on all these, um, apps. And so at one point I was on, you know, both sides, I bet both sides of the game on different app, you know, uh, apps and just trying to track it all was a mess. And so, um, I was using mint as my financial aggregator at the time where it combines all your, you know, checking accounts and savings accounts and credit card accounts and, real estate investments and all that and pulled it all in one place with the dashboard. And I was like, God, I wish there was something like this for this super fragmented industry um, to let me see all of my bets and all my teams and all my contests, matchups in one place. So like while I'm watching the game, 
when something happens, I don't look down and you know swipe through a bunch of different apps trying to see how it affected things. Look up and I've missed a couple minutes of game time. So um, we looked around, couldn't really find anything anybody that was doing it. Um, and so I was like, yeah, somebody should somebody should build something like that. Um, but I didn't know how to do that. So I, that, the plan wasn't for me to do it. It was like, oh, I wish somebody would do that. <laughs> um, and then about a year later, I was retiring from the Army. Um, and a good friend of mine, um, I, a guy that I'd met when I went to uh, business school 10 years prior, we'd been in a fantasy league for uh, 10 or 11 years at that point together, two fantasy leagues together, actually. Um, had quit his job. He had, he had been a management consultant or marketing consultant, um, but always wanted to work in sports. Quit his job, went back and got his master's degree in sports administration, data analytics. Was going to go work for like the Bears, the Bulls, or you know somebody there in Chicago where he lived. And uh, sports betting got legalized while he was in grad school. So he wrote his thesis on the future of sports betting. This company uh, called Wager was basically building what he wrote his thesis on. So they hired him to to kind of help him bring their product to market. And so during that year of 2019 to 2021, or I guess 2020 to 2021, I was kind of following his journey and kind of like, oh, that's so cool. You work in sports and it's sports betting and like it's a startup and that seems awesome. It's not thinking that I was going to do that at the time. I was just like, this, what you're doing is so cool. And then they launched, uh, that August of, uh, 2021. And, um, all of a sudden I was getting ready to, you know, I was, I was retiring. I was getting ready to go interview for some jobs that I didn't really want to do. Uh, you know, I was going to go work at some consulting firm. And I was like, ah, I've got that idea for that aggregation app. Um, I wish I could do that. You know, Jeff actually has a lot of experience, you know, bringing an app like, you know, in that space to market. Let me, let me give him a call and see if, uh, he, he thinks it's a good idea if he'd be willing to do it. And he said, yeah, let's do it. So that's kind of how it happened. Awesome. I mean, to talk about being able to not just the whole Philippine point of your own and then, you know, some other people need it, but it's like it was a journey you went through because you realized, you know, hey, your buddy can have it. And then now it's something that like, okay, what is it called again? Better Vision. Better Vision. And for the listener of the show, it's Better B-E-T-T-O-R Vision. And the purpose of why is Better Vision the name? Uh, Because um, I wanted... The main feature in my mind when I first thought of it was the dashboard. And I was like, I wanted a better view of all of my stuff in one place. Um, and so I was trying to think of something like command center, fan- <laughs> fantasy embedding command center, something like something clever that I couldn't. And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, what if it's, you know, better vision? And, uh, actually when I pitched Jeff on the idea, um, that one night in, in August, He's, I was like, I got an idea for the, the name too. And he, he thought it was going to be something like Brett's betting app or fantasy and betting <laughs> app or something stupid. And I told him better vision. And he's like, eh, okay. Yeah. We'll just stick with that. So I don't know <laughs> if it was the best idea early on. Everybody's like, is it a eyeglass company? Like, I don't get it. You know, my mom told me, uh, it was a terrible idea. She's like, um, it's, it's spelled wrong. And I'm like, no, mom, that's a person that bets. She's like, I don't, I don't think people are going to get that. I was like, I think my customers will. <laughs> but, yeah. 
It makes sense on both fronts, though, because you're getting better vision into your bettor type of like thing. So no, it makes sense. Those why you know the plan words, I guess, is what you would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my, okay, we got this thing. You said that night in August, and that was when you pitched it. What was the pitch like? Um, I mean, we we talked on the phone for probably about an hour and a half. Uh, the the pitch to him originally was like, "Hey, uh, I've got this idea. I'd love to run it by you." Here's what I want to build. And then started talking kind of high level and then started jumping into some features um, that I thought would be cool. And then he had some ideas and he was throwing them out. And, um, you know, towards the end, we looked down and like, oh, my God. Like I was going to pick up dinner for my family. And I, I was sitting in the parking lot for like 45 minutes of the place. <laughs> and, you know, so the food's kind of cold. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, I, I gotta go. I gotta get back home, <laughs> bring dinner to my family. Um, and he's like, okay, cool. Let me talk to my wife. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And, uh, he went home, talked to his wife, called me the next day and was like, Hey, talk to my wife. She said, go for it. Uh, I just put in my two weeks at wager. Let's do this. And I was like, whoa, like this was an idea. Uh, I haven't even talked to my wife and got approval that, like, that I could do it, right? Like, <laughs> You can't quit your job yet. Uh, so luckily I talked to my wife that next day and, and she said, yeah, as long as like, don't mortgage the house, you know, like if this is what you want to do, you can do it. Just, you know, don't lose our house. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's talking about jumping into the, the deep end right away. And you also had like a legit, uh, what they call the, um, uh, what's a driveway moment. Like when you're listening to a podcast or a show and you're like, you're still at the driveway and you'd realize, Oh, it's already 30 minutes. And, you could tell you're onto something at that point. So that's pretty cool. You guys got to got to do that. Um, you know, a lot of that like early iteration, because you know, we're both start talking about, oh, well, what else do we not like about, you know, the current experience? Oh yeah, how about this? How about this? How about this? Like all these ideas were popping up at the moment. So it was pretty cool. So take me back to that. Like like let's let's get to the sausage and all that stuff. Like, how do you go about from idea generation and this is a cool idea to now all of a sudden the mechanics and then getting into actually make, launching it. Oh man. So after, um, he committed, I committed, got our, both of our uh, bosses approval, uh, partners approval, <laughs> you know, um, we spent a lot of time figuring out like, okay, what is currently out there in the industry? Right. So a lot of, uh, market research, looking at competitors, looking at the, what we currently used, you know, some of the, the sites and the ones that we liked the best, the ones we didn't like, why we didn't like them, trying to figure out why we liked the ones we did like. Um, started looking at, um, you know, the market potential, how could we monetize it, you know, all things like that. And then talking to some of our buddies that had worked as startups before, you know, to just get an idea of like, what, what do we need to do? I don't know how to start a company, right? Like, uh, so, um, a lot of that. So that was the first probably two or three months. And then we were like, okay, how are we going to build this? Neither of us were technical co-founders. So, um, you know, started looking around at people that we knew that, that, uh, could potentially be technical co-founders and, um, couldn't really find anybody that was the right person at the time. So we're like, okay, what about a dev shop? So talk to, talk to a firm in India, um, and then talk to a firm in, out of Miami that most of their developers were down in Columbia and eventually found a, a firm in Houston. Decided fantasy football 
is such a uniquely American thing that um, the developers uh, and designers and UX UI people that we had talked to in India and in Colombia probably would have a hard time understanding and empathizing with our customer. Um, and so we, we decided to go pay a little bit more and go with American uh, develop, development company, DevShop. Um, and they were phenomenal partners, a company called Umbridge out of Houston. And uh, once we hired them, we did a, a lot of work with, you know, the early, you know, working on Miro boards and talking about the customer journey and all the, the features it needed, like just for the MVP, the, the like minimum. Okay, if we're going to do this, what's the absolute minimum that we need? What's the data that we need? Um and then, like, what do we want that look and feel to look like? What what apps and, and websites do we really um, like the best? And so we can kind of borrow that kind of style and be inspired by it and um, kind of came up with the way it looks now. And and I love it. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, it's, it's – when it's your baby, you can see everything that's wrong with it, right? Like, I know – I'm frustrated with so many things like, oh, the, the vision we have for it in the future, it's so it's falling so short of that. But right now it's still pretty cool, you know, <laughs> but uh, I really do like the UX um, of of it. So proud of that, how, how that turned out. I mean, it's still at the very early. I mean, you're just at the infancy. So, so it, where it can go is just going to be astronomical. I mean, so the listener of the show, too, like how much is it going to cost me to get your app? Uh, it's free. So that was another thing. We wanted it to be um, free for users. You know, uh, we figured out um, rather than charging people, you know, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, $20 a month, some of the, some of our competitors apps, um, we could make more money uh, from the uh, targeted personalized ads with our partners um, and signing up new people, you know, making if we make it easy for them to have a lot of different apps then they might sign up for more apps right so um uh we talked to a bunch of partners and got agreements with them where they told us what they'd pay us if we could sign up new customers and we're like okay cool then let's keep it free to the user so um yeah free free for customers so it's a low entry. Uh, it's a no entry. I guess you could say no barrier to entry, except for just maybe pulling out your phone. And I'm on the website right here, which is Better Vision B E T T O R Vision dot us. And I'm on here, and it just says, "Hey, uh, here's my click my phone number," and they text me the app. I mean, if uh, someone's online, or I'm sorry, on their phone too, is it in both Play Stores or all Play Stores, or how does that work? So right now it's in iOS. We went iOS first. Um, and if if we could go back and do it differently, we probably would do it different. But um, we're building the Android version. We're actually testing the Android version right now. The goal is to get it out before week one. Uh, I think we'll make it. It's gonna be it's gonna be tight. Uh, if not, then probably by week two we'll have the Android version. Um, it, and we may it may be a slightly wider version to make sure we can get it to customers faster. So it may not have the community feature and, and some other things. But uh, it's currently um, live on iOS and soon to be on Android. 
Well, perfect. So the time this show actually airs, because it's going to be not the first week of the season, it's going to be probably after this. After we already see the Lions trounce all over Mahomie and the Chiefs, <laughs> then we'll have the chance to be able to sign up for Better Vision on Android as well. So yeah. there you go. That's a, that's a little Christmas bonus present for you there in September. Nice. Um, let's, uh, uh, okay, so we got the listener. Uh, hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm sold because it's, you know, uh, Barrier to entry is zero. I, I like what I hear from Brett, all this stuff. Um, I've signed up already. Like, how can I, as a listener now, take advantage of what Better Vision can bring to me to maybe make my experience and all that kind of thing go more smoothly? Yeah. So, the, I mean, first thing you'll do is you'll um, connect your accounts, right? So, um, you'll, you can go and say, I want to add my fantasy accounts, and you've got ESPN, Yahoo, Sleeper, My Fantasy League, Real Time Fantasy Sports, FFPC, and NFC. So those are the seven currently integrated. Um, and you'll either put in your email and password, or username and password. Sometimes it's just username. Uh, depends on on that operator and what they require. And then it automatically pulls in all that fantasy uh, information. And then if you happen to play daily fantasy, we've got Underdog and Thrive and um, Prize Picks and Fliff. Um, and then if you bet on sports, uh, we cover 97% of, of the sports betting market with our partners as well. So all the, all the big ones, DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars, BetMGM, Barstool, soon to be ESPN bet, I think in, um, November, uh, WinBet, FoxBet, uh, BetRivers, SugarHouse, Borgata, uh, Betway, Betfred, bunch of them. <laughs> I think 15 sports bet sports books. So uh, you just connect them uh, and then that data gets pulled all in into your dashboard. You can track that there. You can go to the fantasy tab and see all your leagues um, listed with the, the current matchup. And then if you click on any one of those, it shows you your lineups. You can swipe through and see the other scores of your league and see your league standings. You can see the free agents, most things that you can do on uh, other fantasy apps right now. You can't change your lineup on our app yet. Uh, we only have right read access right now. Hope to get right access by 2024. Um, and then the other big feature that people like a lot is uh, if, if you're a sports better, um, if you go into our betting tab, you can click on any event and um, it tells you who has the best odds based on the, the accounts you have connected. So uh, if, if you're like me, I'm located in Maryland. So it's pulling this, the odds in for Maryland. Um, it tells me I've got DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars, and and uh, Barstool connected. Um, I look at the the Lions Chiefs game, and um, here actually, let me take a look right now and see what it says. Yeah, real time. <laughs> Let's see what we can get. You know, this is actually the feature that when I was going through your booth, I thought was the the coolest. Just the uniqueness of having all of them in one spot. And top of, of course, you have like, you can look at, I mean, most of us, like you playing for so long, have like the different amount of leagues from, I think, you know, four or five different platforms, whatever it may be in one place as opposed to going in and out of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've found there's a, co- a couple of our competitors have, have odds comparison tools. You can go to, I used to always use uh, Vegas Insider. Uh, you know, I play, I bet offshore for a couple of years before, um, you know, all the mobile sports betting got legalized and, um, you know, I'd go to Vegas Insider and it would show across all the operators who had what the line was for everybody. But, um, 
what we thought is you don't care about all the lines, right? You, you want to know who has the best. So we built it like kayak and, you know, shows you the best value. So right now, um, on the Detroit Kansas City game at DraftKings, I can get plus six and a half on Detroit, but uh, Barstool gives me plus seven, and that oh. actually might be worth signing up for a new account, right? Um, yeah, okay, and then let's tie into that too because you showed me this on the the at the booth. So if I okay, I, I like those odds better. Then what do I do? Do I have to go to the other side and figure it out, you, or what? You can just click right on it. Um, so if you click if if it's an account you have connected. Uh, and you, you click on the bet, then it adds it to your bet slip in better vision. You enter what you want to bet and it tells you what you'll win or you can enter what you want to win. It tells you what you need to bet. If, if you can't do that math, especially if it's like <laughs> minus 265 odds, you know, you're like, Oh, I got to bet two, 265 to win a hundred. Okay. What's that mean for $5? You know? <laughs> um, and then if you click place bet, we're deep linked to our partners. So it opens up that app and takes you right to that event. So you don't have to go searching for whatever that thing is that you wanted to bet on. Um, takes you right there. You just enter in the, the amount you want to bet there, hit place bet, and then you actually place the bet. You can't place them on our app. We're not an operator, but uh, it does it there and then it gets pulled back into our app. Um, so you can track it in, in either the betting tab or on the dashboard. Uh, but if it's at that um, account that you don't have that it shows that there are better odds somewhere else. If you click on that, then that starts the sign up process, right? So that's how uh, we get paid is if you decide, Hey, I want to sign up for this new account so I can get, you know, plus seven or maybe, maybe it's minus two and a half and you can get, or, or yeah, my, maybe it's minus three and a half and you can get minus two and a half across that, you know, key number. Um, that that's probably worth signing up for a new book for. Um, so then that, in that process is a little tough. They, uh, you know, require, uh, a lot of information for you to sign up for a new account, but there's nothing we can really do about that yet. Yeah. But again, for the listener of the show, as someone who may already want to help you help hop out better vision and if they're going to do it anyway sign up for the new book might as well go right through the link and get the affiliate link to kind of throw a little you know cook coffee back your way or a beer or whatever it is yeah um <laughs> so let's get into oh, uh, i have a little cheat sheet here some of the stuff that i said right here oh, right here uh the bet history feature and the personalized content can you kind of like dig into some of those features uh so the bet history um you know i wanted to know uh personally like, how am I doing? Right? Like, I've, I've, I kind of try to keep track in my head, but, uh, when I was doing well, it, I, I probably didn't know as, you know, exactly how much I had and how much I had withdrawn and all that. And then when I was not doing so well, there was a couple stretches of, of months where I was probably winning at less than a 50% rate <laughs> and uh, just kept depositing money. I probably didn't want to know how bad I was doing, but, but I should. So we wanted to make it easy to, to track that, right? So give you your kind of baseball card stats of, you know, your, and by, by type, right? And so if you know, man, I bet a lot of college football, but I never win, right? Like, or, or I'm winning at like a 35% rate. Um, but when I bet NFL, I'm winning at like, uh, 
58% rate. Okay, cool. Do less of the college, do more betting on the NFL, right? Like be able to identify where your weaknesses or blind spots are. Um, you know, maybe I'm, um, betting my favorite team. Maybe I'm betting the <laughs> army, army college football money line every week. And I'm like, no, they're going to win. They're going to win. They're going to cover. And I'm just delusional. And, and, uh, you know, I'm that bias, uh, is, is losing me a lot of money. Maybe I need to be a, as a Lions fan, I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Or it, maybe it's time of day, right? Maybe it's with Jeff, my, my co-founder. It's like, Hey, what, what we realized is when you're making bets after 11 PM on Fridays and Saturdays, you're not winning a lot. Maybe, maybe after you've had a lot of drinks all day, you shouldn't bet late at night, you know? So, um, so that's it's the old thing where on DraftKings, the joke is, well, I mean, it's serious too, but like you try to post head to heads really late on those Fridays or even super early Sundays right before kickoff because people aren't paying attention as much like, oh, I'll just do it in real quick. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, that's the betting history. And then, um, sorry, what was the second piece? The- so you, you had some, the personalized content feature. Like, what does that mean? So we, that, so that's not on the app yet. That is oh. something coming, uh, hopefully soon. Uh, what we also realized, um, and how we thought we could get the right access from our partners, um, was right now, are a lot of the fantasy operators like um, Yahoo or ESPN or CBS, they want you to stay on the app. So they're like, you know, we were worried they wouldn't want to share the data with us so that um, customers would use our app instead of theirs. So right now, obviously, the way they they protect that is they have right access. We don't. Um, So if you want to make changes, you have to use their app. Um, But the way they make money is through content, right? So they have a bunch of people writing articles. And when I log into my ESPN app, I have personalized articles for the people that are in my lineup, right? They know who's in my lineup. So they send me, hey, here's a, here's an article on Lamar. Um, here's an article on who else of my, do I have a lot of exposure to? Khalil Herbert of the Bears, um, you know. Another one that could be a very good steal in the late rounds, by the way. Yes, yes. <laughs> um and um, that's great, but I'm in 22 leagues uh, across seven different apps. And I might really like a writer from one of those. Um, you know, it was Matthew Barry. I love Matthew Barry. Um, I like uh, – actually, I don't, I don't tell you everybody I like. Oh, I like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the writers in the space. You don't got to leave anybody out. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. So um, – you know, I, I might prefer their articles and I'm not seeing them because, um, you know, they're on a different operator. So I would love to be able to aggregate all the content and then personalize it based on all your lineups. Right. So push you content from all the providers for all of your players. Um, and then you can pick and choose or you could maybe select your favorite writers or you could prioritize them, be like rank, rank your writers and then. Those would be prioritized to the top. Um, and then if that's, if we can uh, pull that off uh, or when we pull that off, uh, we want to go back to the operators and make, look, we're actually increasing the number of people reading your articles because now we're pushing them cross platform. 
So instead of you, all the ESPN uh, players seeing your ESPN article now, people on CBS and Sleeper and My Fantasy League and these others are also reading these articles. Um, so hopefully that puts more eyeballs on their um, articles. They can sell more ads and they'll be like, cool, uh, thanks for your help. Here's right access. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. That's awesome. I mean, that's something that we'll have to talk off air about the Sports History Network, uh, something else. So this Fantasy Football Origin Stories is one podcast part of a Sports History Network, which is also creates a ton of articles all for sports history and everything. So we'll we'll talk off air about that one. But uh, as we get back into this here, uh, the other thing, there was another there's there's a couple other like, say, features and maybe they aren't fully integrated yet. But there's one for responsible gaming, hard limits, and then also the, the whole follow your friends one. Yeah, so the responsible gaming is another one that uh, we've got all the designs made for it. That's but it's ha- hasn't been coded out. The we kind of put that to the back burner when we started developing the uh, Android version. Um, so hopefully early in football season we'll be able to uh, integrate that. But um, the other piece is you know we don't ever want to be predatory, right? Like. This space, especially when you get into the daily fantasy and sports gambling space, it's easy. It's it's a lot of fun, right? It's a lot of fun to play fantasy. It's a lot of fun to play the daily fantasy and sports bet. Um, you know, it's easy to fall into the trap of like chasing losses or, you know, being in more contests than you should. Um, and we don't ever want to kind of target people that are having a problem. And we, you know, we want people to have fun. And so we want to give them more information to help them, you know, be responsible. Right. So um, right now you can set a limit. Every single sports book has a feature where you can set limits. Right. And they say to, but it feels kind of, um, I don't want to say disingenuous because they may genuinely care uh, about their players, but it's not a comprehensive solution because if I hit my limit on DraftKings, I've got four other operators. I just go, you know, play somewhere else. Um, so we want to have, uh, Hey, set your limit. What is it that your real limit is? Is it 500 bucks a week? Is it a hundred dollars a day? Is it $50? Uh, whatever it is for you. And if you hit that, then across, you know, when you aggregate all your activity, then we alert you. We, we set a cool down period that you can pick, whether it's 24 hours or an hour or whatever it is. Um, and then we'll also stop showing you ads, right? So you're going to stop seeing the promotions. You're going to stop seeing the personalized ads, which is is our next um, way we're going to start monetizing is once we have a lot of customers on board and we have a lot of data um, we built this summer a product recommendation engine, kind of like Amazon. You go on Amazon and you, you buy a book and they're like, hey, other people that bought this book also like this. Um, or, you know, Amazon knows a lot about you. Like Amazon knows when I run out of toilet paper, right? Like and they're like, hey, send me a little push ad that like, hey, you, you, you interested in, in 10% off toilet paper? Like, oh, wow, I am kind of running out, you know? Um, yeah, I'll buy that. It's because they, they know your betting pa- or buying patterns. Um, same kind of thing for us. We see your activity across all of your all your uh, betting apps, what you're doing in daily fantasy. A lot of the pick'ems are basically player prop parlays. Um, 
And then who's in your fantasy lineups? So we would have a really good understanding of who you are as a sports fan, what you you like to do, um, and that that product recommendation engine would ingest that data and then personalize ads to you um, that hopefully would be relevant and that you'd be interested in. And so we would turn those off if you hit your cooldown period. We turn off our our partners promotions. Um, and potentially, if depending on what your settings are, would turn off your ads or I'm sorry, your odds. So you wouldn't be able to go and, and do the research. You could still go to another app and do it. You could go on the web, but like trying to set those uh, those limits and and uh, put some guardrails on, and then it's up to the user if they if they want to use them or not. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like that option and the feature and the way that you go about it as opposed to just like, a, okay, now, hey, here's an email, just a notification or something like that kind of thing. Uh, what about the social, uh, what was it called? The f- friends updates? Oh. What did I call it? Yeah, so it's uh, it, our community feature. So that's okay. in the iOS version there, it's live. Um, it's, it's very uh, limited right now. Um, but it... If you follow someone in, you can go into Better Vision and search for other users, and you can follow them. Ideally, it would be your friends, but eventually, <laughs> it could be you know maybe an analyst that you like, or maybe it's just someone that you see that's doing really well that you don't know. You're like, oh, I'd, I'd love to see what they're doing, um, and their any bet that they make pops up in your feed. Um, and then you can, it'll say place bet. And if, if the odds are still there, you can basically uh, trail your friends essentially. Or if they're like Jeff and it's 11 o'clock at night and I see Jeff just made a bet, I'm like, cool, I'm taking the other side of that, right? <laughs> um, or we've got, a, I've got a high school friend that uh, anytime we, we are on like a little group chat and, and we're picking things to bet. Um, his bet is always the one that kills our parlays. So, um, <laughs> yeah, anything I see that he bets pop it up, it's like, cool, fade Mike. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mike, I love you, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> he knows. He knows. Hey, well, you got to know your league, got to know your team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's on there. And then we added, you know, some emojis that instead of being like the, the typical ones you have on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn that are all the same. It's using the kind of lingo that we use, like hammer that. Uh, that's a that's a roll of the dice. You're you're dummy. Uh, that's a genius move. You know whatever those kind of things. Um, and then we also wanted to bring in all the conversations that are already happening, right? So I'm in, I think like seven different text chains, plus like four WhatsApp conversations, one Facebook Messenger group. And a couple Twitter chats that, you know, on that talk about sports and either fantasy start sit decisions or trades that someone proposed to me or draft strategy or, you know, what sports bets we're going to make. And so we're like, instead of having all those separate messaging conversations, why don't we kind of make it like um, something like Slack and kind of asynchronously be able to pull that in here and, Instead of texting the guys every Sunday morning, like, hey, I've got these three guys. I need I need to start a wide receiver, a flex, and then bench somebody. Who, who do you think? We built a polls feature. So you can ask questions about a bet you're, you want to make. You can ask start-sit decisions. You can 
um, ask questions about like uh, free agent pickups, anything that, that you might have in, in, uh, or questions you might ask to your friends in those group chats. Hopefully bring that into the feature. And then people out there, they can comment on it. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, like you said, it's, uh, it's so early at the stages, but you've already had so much advancement and I can only see it in the future continuing, which is, is going to be a follow-up question here for that in a minute. But first, let's uh, remind the listener of the show. Okay. I'm interested. I still want to sign up, but I forgot. Hey, what was the name of that app or how do I get there again? Yeah, it's Better Vision, B-E-T-T-O-R-V-I-S-I-O-N. It's uh, You can find it currently in the App Store now that the it's two weeks in the future when, when we're presenting it. You should hopefully be able to find it on the Google Play Store as well. Um, or you can go to www.bettervision.us, our website, and it'll, there's a link there. Um, that if it's on the web, you put in your phone number, it'll text you the right link for the type of phone you have. Or if you're on your phone, it automatically detects what your operating system is and, and sends you to the right place. Perfect. And as a listener too, like I might have one question right before I sign up. Like if I want to get in contact with you guys, how do I do that? Um, Twitter. We're probably the most active on Twitter. You can follow us at, uh, I think it's just at better vision. I don't think there's an underscore or anything. Um, uh, or you could email us. Uh, I'm Brett at bettervision.us. Um, or help at bettervision.us. And that goes to me too. Cause there's, it's just me and Jeff <laughs> answering all the help tickets. So. <laughs> All right, perfect. So then this is that I was alluding to. This time now uh, we're going to hop in that DeLorean and go into the future. We're not stealing Gray's Almanac because, man, we got to, you know, we got to keep it legit here. But what we could do is we could try to predict maybe, I don't know if you want to like say cat out of the bag features or maybe something you hope to try to accomplish with Better Vision in the next five to 10 years, whatever you want to answer that question with. Oh, so we. We had one that we talked about at the expo. Um, you know, I don't want to share too many of the ideas for the future so yeah. other people don't steal them, but I, I think we're going to build both of these pretty soon. So I'll talk about both of these. One, one we talked about the expo, which is part of my original idea. Um, and then a second one that we talked about this weekend. Uh, we were just at a conference all week this week in Indianapolis. And uh, I pitched it to my senior developer and, and Jeff last night. And he's like, Stop building the Android app and build this feature right now. I want it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. Let's uh, pitch these two. So the first is the hedging tool. Um, I play a lot of parlays. And I know they're dumb. I know that it's a sucker's bet, but they're fun, right? Um, and so, you know, I've bet a lot of them, a couple of, I've hit a couple big ones, but my favorite is, you know, they're always shared on, you know, Bleacher Report betting or Instagram bets or, you know, um, usually the social feeds of the operators because they love advertising the winners so that more people bet on them. Um, but like what we call like America's bet, right? You The guys hit 12 out of 13. He's got one bet left on Sunday night football or Monday night football. And if he hits, you know, the Lions money line against the Chiefs, um, you know, he, he hit 12 college football games in the last week and he's got – one feature bet coming. It's it's the Lions money line, but it's you know plus two sixty five. They're 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 not uh, not favored. Whoa whoa whoa! So slow your roll here before you get it. But I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. So like, should he cash out now and he can you know cash out or or let it ride right? And I hate that that those are the only options right. So um, I don't because. 
you don't want to cash out, but at the same time, you hit 12 of those picks already. Like, you should get something for that, right? Like, so a partial hedge, right? Um, cause I can't, you know, if I'm saying, say I bet $10 and I'm going to win 150,000 to hedge that, even at plus 265, I need like $60,000. To properly hedge it, I don't have sixty thousand dollars to bet. Um, uh, you know, so um, I thought instead of the cash out, what if we could do a partial? Essentially, it'd be like a partial cash out, but it's essentially a partial hedge. And I'm gonna bet. Um, you know, uh, I'll have a little sliding tool. And it can say how much you, you want to hedge it to from no, none all the way up to a perfect hedge. And it would tell you what your payout would be. And so your upsides keeps coming down, but your guaranteed cash, you know, comes up too. Or you can slide it back some and the guaranteed goes up. So then I'm like, Hey, I could pocket, um, 5,000 right now. And instead of winning 150,000, I can still win 80,000. Like, but no matter what, I, I'm getting, you know, 5,000 for, for what I've done. So, um, that's the, uh, hedging tool. Um, and then, um, and that would obviously be based on the best odds, right? So you could, you could bet at some other operator to make sure you're getting the, the best. Uh, so like the last year at halftime of the, I think it was the Vikings Colts game, the like ridiculous comeback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there were there were places where the odds were significantly different at halftime for the Vikings money line, and I think points bet I think had the most, and it was like plus ten thousand. And other, you know, in some places it was like plus one thousand. Another place was like plus fifteen hundred, and there there was significant uh, significant difference. And so in that case, obviously you'd want to go with the price points bet option. Um, so that's the one feature. The second feature that uh, I just pitched the guys yesterday, but I've been thinking about for a while, is the parlay cost comparison tool. So right now, you're just able to pick any bet, and it tells you what uh, sportsbook has the best odds. But what I want to have is you pick, you can build a parlay in our app and every time you add a pick it now recalculates based on all the operators and so you know when you it was a three pick and you had the uh lions uh plus six and a half and you had the ravens money line against the texans and you had uh the vikings money line against the bucks uh fanduel has the best odds but if i add now you know that the um Bengals browns game is going to go under well, when you had those original three bets plus that new bet, uh, at FanDuel, because the odds aren't better at that one, now BetMGM has the best odds. And so that's where you should place that parlay. So it constantly, as you add picks, is recalculating and tell you who has the best odds. So, um, it, it gets a lot more complicated, um, on our back end. Uh, so, it may take uh, a couple weeks to get that built, but uh, that may be the the next feature after and the Android app gets. Uh, released. Oh, those are both really cool, especially that second one. I think. I mean, both of them, but that second one is really extra special. Yeah, it seems like everybody. I mean, the most popular bet right now is, is the you know parlays, same game parlays. That's what everybody's coming out with. Um, so, I think uh, I think it'll be popular. 
Hopefully, and hopefully helpful. Hopefully helpful to the, the customer. Well, again, I'm a listener of the show. I've already sold. I mean, that's going to be helpful. Um, now, as we close this out, give me, as a listener of the show, last words of wisdom through the eyes or the lens, you know, vision of better vision, you know, as we close this out here, you know, using the app, I guess. Yeah. So, um, one, if, if you're betting on sports, um, make sure you're price shopping, right? Whether, whether you use better vision or not, like shop around, make sure you're getting the best prices. Like if you were going to go buy a pair of shoes, you know, you probably wouldn't just go to the store nowadays. You'd probably go onto Google or um, Amazon or something and, and price shop. Do the same thing with your sports bets, right? So make sure you're getting the best odds. The more books you have, the more you can, um, you know, price shop and make sure you're getting the best uh, options. And then um, don't, you don't feel like you have to limit yourself in the number of leagues you play in, right? Like as I got more senior in job responsibilities and started having more kids. It was like, man, I, at one point I was in, I think maybe six or seven leagues and then dropped down to those four, uh, when I had, when I started Better Vision because I was like, I can't do this. I just can't manage all these leagues. Um, and so hopefully Better Vision will make it, uh, easier for you so you don't have to stop playing with your friends and, and, uh, can play in a lot more leagues. There you go. Get some. Better vision in your fantasy and betting life. That's B-E-T-T-O-R vision, of course. To learn more about Better Vision, head to bettervision.us. Next week, we talk to someone in the field of bad news. Well, injuries. A guy who's probably pretty busy this time of year, especially after week one travesty. It's just been crazy out there with the injuries. Unfortunately, we still got to talk about him, though. At the day of the recording of that interview, we're only a day or two away from the Lions-Chiefs games, and we speculated on if Kelsey would play or not. Eh, we all know we did it now, but it's fun to just go back and re-listen to all of the other stuff that we discussed. So you got to make sure you mash that little subscribe or follow button to podcast player choice. That way you get the episode hot off the presses as soon as it releases. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fantasy Football Origin Stories. To make sure you're the first to get the next episode, please make sure to mash that little subscribe or follow button on your podcast player of choice, then head over to the website for the show notes and more fantasy football origin stories. That's at fantasyfootballoriginstories.com. And remember, dudes, where we're going, we don't need roads. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude. And I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and 
all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.